0: Hello, you are listening to the Early Grab Podcast. I'm Connor, and this is going to be our first episode airing on October 2nd, 2020. Links will be available on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. I'll have my first guest coming on later today around 3 o'clock, and I'm interested in hearing what you all have to say. If you want to call in during the process, call in at 443-813-7799. Again, I look forward to hearing from everyone, and I'm excited to start this podcast. Hello, hello. This is the Early Grab Podcast with your host, Connor Henderson. We're talking with Baltimore skaters about art, music, and all things skating. I have my first guest on my first episode in with me today. It's Bryant underscore sus187 on Instagram if you're not familiar, but you definitely should be if you follow Baltimore Skating. How are you today, Brian? I'm good, bro.
1: Blessed to be here. I'm hyped.
0: That's so fantastic. Well, let's just get a few things out of the way introduction-wise. What's your full name and what are the companies that you're affiliated with or sponsored?
1: Um, Brian Jerome Body. that's my board name Uh skate for a board company out of Minnesota called Pillar I uh, ride for Charm City Skate Park And I also flow for um, Charm City Hemp
0: Alright, nice And in the progression of getting those sponsors Which one was the first one to get? The first one um, came through, it
1: was Pillar um, I was riding for a company production And kind of took the route of hooking up with them guys They reached out to me
0: Nice. And how long has that put you on the skateboard here? Like how many years would you have to say? Uh, fully skating? Yeah.
1: Honestly, I've probably been skating like 12, 13 years.
0: 12, 13 years. That's fantastic, man. Have you had any um experiences where you've skated out of town or lived somewhere else other than Baltimore?
1: Um, no, nah, man. I've always been like a Baltimore native. Like, well, I grew up in Harford County or whatever, in Aberdeen. Born out in Aberdeen
0: all right that's fantastic man and just growing up what's the first trick that you remember landing that you were like so stoked on that you're running off your board you're telling your homies
1: oh uh, for sure because
0: like before i
1: was able to actually learn how to pop or anything like i was real big at like mike villali and like just bonuses and stuff like that big just, bonuses like, yeah simple shit, just like caveman and all shit and whatever and I,
0: early grabs yeah for sure oh that's fantastic man so do you remember any of those first videos that you watched as well? Like a Mike V element maybe? Uh,
1: yeah, no, nah, for sure. The, like old videos, like the elementality video was sick. Um, I was real big on like Zero, like dying to live and stuff like that. That was probably like my first videos um, that I remember growing up to.
0: Right. Would you see yourself riding with Zero and Jamie Thomas if that was a given opportunity? Oh, that'd be gnarly.
1: Just because like I, I, I fuck with like Windsor James heavy. He's, right. he's, like, he's like one of my top favorite skaters.
0: What was one of the tricks that he did? In, uh, I think it was Misled Youth. It was the No Slide Down the Famous Hubba in Baltimore. It was down by the Lyric, I think. Oh, yeah, like Big Hubba. That's yeah. Anybody that comes to Baltimore and puts down a trick or like wishes come through, Creatures come through, mm-hmm. it's all really great that they put on for our community like that. Yeah, exactly. And
1: like a lot of them dudes, like once they come out here, because they're all like West Coast and stuff like that, like the East Coast is definitely a lot harder to skate in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, and-
1: that's very like it's misrepresented. Like a lot of people they don't know how hard it is to really skate out here and get like tricks.
0: If it's not the winter, it's the ground. And if mm. it's not the ground or the
1: winter, it's the people. Spot conditions when it comes to like just dealing with like cracks and just like shitty. Like you said, like ride up when it comes to like spots and rails. Yeah.
0: Right on. And uh who is your original posse? that you skated with are you talking any of them
1: still um yeah for sure we still keep in touch they don't really skate anymore um i, co- I had a couple of crazy homies growing up like actually like used to hang out with like juggalos and icp kids oh no way they and, had the yeah, same clown party. yeah exactly and like they kind of like they would skate a little bit but they also they would do like shoves and like also like bonuses and shit like that so i never really got big into the icp thing it wasn't really like what I was into, cause I listen to rap and shit, and they also listen to rap, so right. they kind of like were the ones that like first got me skating.
0: It's funny you say that. When I was up in Ohio, they have the Gathering of the Juggalos every year. Oh
1: uh, yeah, I know I've always wanted uh, to you go about to that. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Loki always wanted to go there because like I fucked with Tech Nine heavy, and like Tech Nine and Chris Callio, like they always used to do like concerts because they were big in like the whole, like a lot of Juggalos like their music and stuff.
0: Yeah. What would you say like Tech Nine? and skating have together is it just like matches or is it something that you're um, listening to while you're not on your board
1: oh uh, that's just always something i've always listened to like off my board it's just like the heightness of it and like the energy
0: pineapple rum and like oh
1: yeah caribou and all yeah
0: caribou that was the song all right and then growing up you said that you started skating like on uh anne arundel county right Hartford County. Harford County. Mm-hmm. And then uh what was your thoughts versus street versus park? Would you rather push down the street with the posse or your friends or just meet up at the park? Um well like my
1: first experiences, I lived probably like five minutes from a skate park out in Aberdeen. Okay. Like, like the North Dean Park. Yeah. It was only like probably got when I was younger, I didn't have a car done at the time. Like my parents ain't for like dropping me off and shit nowhere. So it was only like a 10-minute walk. And um I grew up with like Chance Hogue and like Brendan Hewer and like them guys and we all went to like Aberdeen but they kind of took more of the route of they would like street skate because they lived on, like, the other side of town and stuff. So they would skate, like, the loading docks and this, that, and the third. So they got really good at the street.
0: Right. Why
1: I would, like, go to the park and it was just a lot of quarter pipes and stuff like that. That's how I ended up getting, like, my transition skills first before I really started doing anything else.
0: Right. Because one of the first times that we met, you were doing a blunt to fakie in the shallow end of the pool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that no, was I'll, insane. If you, you haven't been to the Charm City Pool or the Hamden Pool, either or. Very hard to skate. So props Appreciate for the plant fakies on Thank that. Thank you. Yeah,
1: I've been trying
0: to I've been trying to yeah. get better at skating pools and stuff a lot. I have uh, a couple guests in the studio. One brought up that it might have been done in the deep end, is that right?
1: Yeah. In
0: the deep end as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I'm just hearing about this for the first time, ladies and gentlemen,
1: and everyone listening, but wow. <laughs> like, that's, that's like probably like on a
0: skateboard, one of my favorite tricks. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I just needed a second to process that, honestly. <laughs> so, when you're skating street, I feel like there's a certain etiquette with your friends about like, hey, like I'll get your back and look out for you when you're hill bombing yeah, or something. Yeah, do sure. you think that etiquette exists in skate parks? Um, yeah, always. Even like if it's like people
1: that you don't really know, just like if you see somebody like trying like a sick ass trick and like you really want to see it, like see somebody do it, like you're just gonna encourage them on and stuff like that.
0: Right. I think that's a big part about what brought me to skateboarding. I can't speak for you necessarily, but like the community in which that it pushes you to your limit. Like yeah, they exactly. want to see you succeed, but in a way that's breaking yourself off to get there.
1: Mm-hmm. Would
0: you agree with that sentiment? Oh, yeah.
1: Dude, I'm, ever since I, I first started skating when I was like 14, 15, the same group of friends that I have around now, 85% of them I made through skating.
0: So it's definitely has
1: been a big impact on my life.
0: Would you say that there's a difference between your skater friends and your regular friends? Or, like, do they at all, like, intersect? Um, I'd say so. I'd say, like, maybe living-wise
1: and lifestyle-wise different. But when it comes to, like, simple things as if, like, music or just, like, taste of interest and, in like, boobies or just something like this, going over their house and bullshit and still it's, like, the same vibe with my friends that I skate with. Right. Like it's just we skate and they
0: might be in the cars or something like that. Right, but you just generally surround yourself with positive people. Yeah, for sure. All right. So moving on to the next part of our show, I want to talk about any skate parts that you have planned or any projects that you're working on. Um, Probably just like in the near future, maybe go see
1: a lot more stuff with like working with Charm City or whatever. Um, We got a couple of things, maybe like another, another video in the process. Um, I just got clips off to the side. I'm just always – filming things for whenever I may drop a video or something. I kinda got like plans for I'll be thirty in like a couple years, so maybe dropping like a 30 30 part I had an idea for. Oh a 30-30 part? Yeah.
0: Thirty like, tricks?
1: Thirty or something something like that. Yeah. Just or maybe just dropping another video part, like a really nice solid video part before I get older or whatnot.
0: Right. I can't jump
1: down big shit forever.
0: Now, when you, like, plan to street skate or you're planning a part, do you have certain tricks in mind? Like, this is going to be my ender and this is going to be my opener or I hope to do this line? Not necessarily.
1: Maybe when it comes to lines, just because they're more thought out, like, more pre-planned. But when it usually goes to a spot, I just think of what I can feel or what I can do there.
0: Right. So it's more of, like, a situational skating.
1: Like, you show up to a spot and it feels right, so I'm going to do this trick, not force-like. Probably like maybe if I've just been skating later in the week, like whatever trick I might have just been doing flat ground, I might feel comfortable with like trying down something.
0: Right. Do you ever practice at the skate park for like a trick that you're going to try? Um. Yeah, usually sometimes. Like recently I've been like, like at front heels a lot, like
1: just that flip trick and I feel like more comfortable. I kind of want to try it down something.
0: Down something. So like the five at the local? Um. What,
1: like at uh, the Hamden Park? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, or maybe, I don't know. I probably got, like, different ideas for it.
0: All right, that's cool. Yeah, you got to keep some things under wrap. Yeah, Let us wait and see. For sure. All this footage is going to come out eventually. Is there um any co- uh, collaborations that you're uh liking right now, like, between skate companies? I know the Nike SB and the Grateful Dead shoe just came out. Um, or- yeah, those are actually
1: fire. Like, I would like to
0: try and get a pair. I'm not going to lie. Um, collab-wise, I'm not really too sure. I know
1: I've been seeing, like, I know, like, Keith Huffernagel, like, or Huffernagel, he passed away not too long ago. I see they dropped some, like, clothes and stuff like that. Yeah, rest so, in power. I think they should probably do, like, a T-shirt, like, a memory of him or something like that. That would be fire to, like, I'd get one of them just to have.
0: Right, or, like, a board series but even be Exactly, skate. yeah. Yeah, because his pop and his influence on the skate community was indifferential. Like, I know, it was it, incredible. It was amazing. So – Along with, like, collaborations, is there anyone that you would like to see work together? Like, hmm. Charm with, like, a big name company or something like that? Like, do you have plans? Um, I know, like, shout out to
1: Superstone, a buddy of mine, like, um, Bo Barlow. He's definitely been coming up with his, like, YouTube and everything, like, filming and stuff. i like to see him, like, come up. It would be sick him and, like, Charm do something together. I know he, like, he puts a lot of homies, like, Puts, like He represents Baltimore, too. And All he'd be, like, getting a lot of people, local skaters out there as well.
0: All right. We're back with Brian. and I was just uh, transitioning into this skating with music. Pro it? Against it? Uh, skating with music? I used to. Like, I have my on and
1: off pass with it, but I kind of, like, found out in, like, it just distracted me. I kind of just always wanted to be more in tune with my board because I found like, like kind of, I don't know, just,
0: it, it used to be comfortable,
1: but like, I don't know, the older I got, I kind of didn't really like it no more.
0: Right. And I also personally, I feel like at the skate park, I, I'm a victim of this as well, but I'll listen to my music and I'll sometimes like get in someone's way or something. Cause I'm not like, like really <laughs> paying attention. Oh, I never
1: really just had that problem. Like, maybe once in a while, if I go to a skate park, I might like warm up with it and stuff like that, but I don't really like skating with it anymore. I kind of like to focus more on
0: my board. Right. And like having to like pick songs and stuff throws you mm-hmm. off from the vibe on the skateboard, I feel like. Yeah, a little bit. So you said that you had brought a playlist for us today? Or? Uh, yeah, I had like a few songs out on my selected. All right, cool. Well, we're gonna put a link to that after the show if you want to get in touch with that. I'm gonna post that on SoundCloud. I'm just making a mix for it. Um, yeah, sure. So, what are the songs that uh, really stick out to you on this playlist? Like, anything you'd like to mention that you're really like liking?
1: Um, I'm a '90s kid, so I've always like just bumped my kind of like my Wu Tang and like Big L. Um, I also like I used to be in like a little band when I was younger, and I kind of like have like a metal side of me too. So I was, like acid witch and um like kind of electric wizard and stuff like that like my
0: second video part, i had i used an electric wizard song electric wizard is a hallmark in the metal scene it's like yeah i know it's real big yeah like stoner death doom meets like progressive metal like it's it's one of my favorite bands and then for you to switch between wu-tang big al and like death metal do you find that it's like hard to find, like, music that actually fits your unique style, or does it just, like...
1: Um, not necessarily, because, like, with my style of skating, I like to skate everything. So, depending on my mood, like, a day I might want to, like, take a chill, I'll listen to, like, rap music and skate ledges and, like, quarter pipes and stuff like that, or, like, if I listen to any type of metal music, I kind of want to skate rails and, like, do flip tricks and, like, stuff like that.
0: Right, and just get involved with, like, the heavy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was it? I think Jim Greco on Deathwish had a a segment on YouTube one time. It was called Hammers Report or something like that. It was Mm -hmm. just Hammers. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to imagine when I listen to like acid Witch, electric wizard, like sleep or like, Oh yeah. Definitely sleep. Sleep Yeah. Gnarly. Uh, what was the, something was the lead guitarist's name. He went on to do, um, high on fire. I know they're also like East Coast
1: um, natives, aren't they? Are Are they they like Baltimore or DC? I believe we're gonna have our team look this up, but we're gonna get back to you on that. That'll be in the link. (laughs) I know another thing I love, like the bump is uh Bad Brains. Oh, the Bad Uh, Brains. Yeah,
0: Yeah, band in DC. Mm -hmm. I remember that was one of my early influences into like pop punk, or not even pop punk. It was like very much anti-grain, anti-establishment, but mm-hmm. they had a Vans collab series where it was yeah, like- Yeah, that was so sick. The band in D.C. album artwork on there. Yeah. So moving on from the music, what was your first concert that you attended?
1: Um, uh, First concert? Shoot. Like can really think of one. Probably when I was like kind of going through my little- rock phase and i went to go see like suicide silence and stuff like that like um oceanu and i have always liked the uh, mosh
0: pit and stuff like that right on and being like a baltimore native have you spent any time at the auto bar oh yeah for sure what do you think about them going under right now or not going under but having like financial troubles due to this whole covid um i definitely hope that they can pull out of it like i'm Love
1: that place. Like gone there, gone there, played pool many a time. Gone to uh, a whole bunch of video premieres and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, or just seen shows and just be part of the community like that. It's a yeah, upstairs like,
1: diving hole kind of bar. It's like and I love how like just all the Baltimore skaters used to like migrate there and just like link up. That's how I've like met like a lot of cool humble people there as well.
0: Right. And I'd just like to take this time to say that at Vue Skate Shop or Vue Skate Shop, you can go and check out their flyer they have on the window. It's a art contest to help raise funds to save the auto bar. If you stop by anytime between noon and six, I believe Vue is open. So feel free to go check that out. We're going to go into just like routines and just general health care because music is very much a part of my life. And I listen to music when For I sure. wake up and Same. I work out and stuff like that. So I feel like it's an easy segue to say like, Hey, mm-hmm. what's your daily routine and staying fit and like stretching and making sure that you're a better skater tomorrow. For sure. Um, I'm about to say me, I usually, when I wake up,
1: I use my like massage gun just try and, like get any kinks out or whatnot. I'll stretch if I can. My diet – Really, like, ever since I've, like, moved out and just been on my own, I kind of, like, switched it up. Coming from, like, just a household where I really didn't give a shit, where I, like, what I ate, just there was food on the table. Right. And I started, like, really taking notice on, like, eating better kind of affects you, like, mentally and physically. So I kind of switched up. I eat a lot of plant-based stuff, um vegan, things like that. I might have, like, a cheat day here and there or whatever not. But I I'm, I'm mainly eat like seafood and like chicken and stuff like that, high protein stuff.
0: So. Right. And I applaud you for being proactive rather than reactive with your health. I feel like that's so important for a lot of skaters. I mean, yeah, for sure. a lot of the time, like we get kind of benchmarked as people that just wake up, drink, smoke until like we go to sleep because we're tired from skating. Like, yeah, don't get there's me wrong. so much I'm more into it.
1: it. Yeah. I used to do it when I was younger, but
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's got to go through their growing pains and all exactly. that. So, going into like your regular routine and your skate routine when you get on the board what are you feeling what's the first trick you do where are you going um I usually just try like
1: 10 of my basics first or once in a while depending on like my mood I might just like just go with the flow or whatever not um I'm real big on like micro dosing Oh so uh, like, yeah so like yeah I'm heavy on like sometimes I'll micro dose and skate like those days is just when I just like get on my board and just like let whatever happens happens.
0: Like, your progression, like... Yeah. And And is that a psilocybin, or is that... Yeah, psilocybin. Oh, and, like, for anyone that's looking to get into psilocybin and, like, microdosing, like, what were some tips that you would give them? Like, staying active throughout the day, or...? Um, definitely find what best suits
1: your, like, your mental or whatever you're like. Definitely research on what you want to use it for. Don't really, I wouldn't say abuse drugs, just like do your research because I, I mainly do it for anxiety and things like that. And just it, it's a it's definitely a positive thing, I'd, I'd say.
0: Right. Because even like um, I think Baltimore City has been doing a study on psilocybin and they held a press conference about like eight months ago about it and legalizing it. And I know oh, like really? the West, they're using it for therapeutic yeah, and like, like, out like Seattle, Seattle, like Oakland and stuff like that. Right, it right? Recreational. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just very progressive to think about other cures in the pharmaceutical industry. Because, like, if you get hurt or you're feeling, like, anxious or anything, it's so easy to just get overprescribed or wrongly prescribed. Mm-hmm. But if you use something natural like psilocybin, I think it's you exactly. change your perspective on everything. Yep, that and psilocybin and marijuana. Right, mm-hmm. definitely. And, like, being in Maryland, it's in a weird place where... It's almost legal, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like marijuana, like you can have it on you but only like a certain amount or something yeah, like that. Criminalized. Yeah. And honestly in the skate community in Baltimore, how would you feel like that marijuana has a role to play? Do you feel like most skaters are like stoners or? Um, yeah, I mean I'd say for the most part. I feel like it's definitely this day and
1: age, like it's got to be at least, like, 90% of, like, the people in the world that smoke weed.
0: Right. Not even going to lie. Like, yeah. Because there's, like, even studies where, like, edibles are given to, like, elderly people. Or, like, yeah, cannabis exactly. is used and stuff like that. Because there's a lot of different ways to, like, ingest THC Exactly. CBD. Yeah, so not everybody even
1: smokes. Like, a lot of people, as you say, like, use edibles to, like, go to sleep or whatnot and
0: stuff like that. Or. Treat PTSD or yeah, like, exactly. postmortem depression, and like all of these different situations that like I think we should move away from generic healthcare and move into like these kind of nuanced sciences, mm-hmm. like psilocybin microdosing and skateboarding. I think that's like a cure exactly. for any stress, really. I mean, if I work like too much, I just got to get on the board. As a perfect right right there. And then, um, is there any art that you're like really liking that you want to put on? Um, art-wise, I mean, well, since moving
1: to, like, really close to the Baltimore City and stuff like that, I just actually, like, been getting more into the gra- actual graffiti. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, Do like, you write anything around um, I don't. I used to when I was younger, but, like, I, I admire actual good graffiti and stuff like
0: that. Right. So, I think like, it's the use of, like, your urban environment and creative what? Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly.
1: It just gives me that, like, East Coast feel, knowing, like, I'm at home, because not really out West you see that too much.
0: Right. Out West, it's like everything's kind of kept pristine. You don't really see, like, the people that are living there. They're just mm-hmm. kind of rented. Yeah, exactly. In certain areas. Do you find that, like, uh, graffiti finds your way into your tattoos at all? Um, a or little bit. It gives,
1: me, it gives me a tiny bit of inspiration.
0: Yeah. Well, like, if you're just listening now, I'm speaking with Bryant. And I just wanted to clarify that he does, in fact, have some tattoos. <laughs> so... I know that when we met, I saw the Thunder tattoo. Is there any other skate tattoos that you have? Um, yeah, I probably got about like five or six of them. I probably got like every one of my favorite brands
1: tattooed on me and a couple other things.
0: Right on. And could you say what your first one was?
1: Uh, like, like your my, first love. My first ever tattoo actually was the Skate Destroyer on my chest. Mm. I got it when I, my uh, 18th birthday or like when after I
0: graduated. Right. And that's a Thrasher, if yeah. anyone listening is not into the skate community. All right, P.J. All right, and P. Stone. Yes, sir. (laughs) Too many more. Mm So... I feel like the DIY scene in Baltimore is coming up in a big way, and then it's sure. just an expression of art, music, and culture. There's a uh, famous spot, Zika Farms. Mm-hmm. They just built a new extension on it. Have you yeah, been over there the since then? No,
1: actually, I want. To, I haven't been there. Escape the volcano. I want to do there sometime
0: soon. Right, and as someone that's never been there before, I'm not going to disclose the location to keep it local. But mm-hmm. what would you say like the park is like compared right. to like the local, the Hampton Park?
1: Oh, it's sick. Compared to Hamlet Park, no, it definitely has its, like, same vibe to it. Um, everything there is, like, pretty sick. The setup's dope. Not going to lie, um, I'm a Harford County native, so I broke my Ledgewood
0: hard. Right. right. Yeah, <laughs> so shout-out out there. Yeah, shout-out Ledgewood. Understood. And then do you think that Baltimore and the East Coast has more of a – DIY underground skate community than like out west or do you think we're um, as recognized as out west?
1: I'm starting to notice like now as like times go on like a lot of pros are starting to come out here and also with um, We got awesome skaters from like Antonio Massey, Miles Willard, Gary Smith like Baltimore is pretty known now to where we're getting a lot of pros to come out here and a lot more attention
0: Right, and Gary Smith is who exactly for the listeners, just tuning in? Uh, owner of you. Okay, and he just did a uh, collaboration with the Wilmington
1: brand, right, yeah, in was Virginia? Yeah, boards were dope, right.
0: Yeah, it's a dual colorway. It was, uh, I think it was right across the Mason-Dixon line up in uh, PA. I feel like PA, Delaware. Area. PA, Delaware area, yeah. So Baltimore community is reaching out, and I feel like the East Coast together, bands together, mm-hmm. In a way that the West Coast is very, like, isolating and, like, I'm from San Diego and I only skate San Diego. Right, yeah. Like, in Baltimore, it's very much like, I'll go up to Philly or New York or anything like that. One of my earliest memories was uh, hopping on the Bolt bus and going up to New York by myself and oh, skating wow. the Brooklyn Banks. See, I never got to, like, skate that. Yeah. Is there any historic
1: spots that you've gotten to skate, like Love Park or anything like that? Um. Yeah, I used to. I've skated love a few times, like when I was younger, like just up and coming. It was just cool. I really wasn't able to do nothing but like no slides on ledges at the time. But just being there and just seeing everybody else, just like for what it was, it was pretty sick. Just to like have that, have that memory.
0: Right.
1: Um, uh. Back. Well. Yeah. We used to go to Philly a lot, and then, like the three block. I don't know if you're really too familiar with that. I was mm-hmm. able to get like a trick on that that I was happy with before they tore it down.
0: Yeah, R.I.P. Love Park and the Three Block. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of times there's a uh, city and government officials tearing down historic skate spots or renovating them in ways that are unskatable just to make room for really nonsense, like yeah. things that aren't, like, architecturally like, sound or, like, that are appeasing to the eye at all. Like, it's not aesthetic. Yeah. It's almost as if it's, like we want this space to be all inclusive except for people with like artistic talent, like BMXers, rollerbladers, bikers, skaters, mm-hmm. whatever.
1: That's is exactly that what it is? Like we just, we produce an art. That's what it is to us.
0: Yeah. Cause no one's skating style is particularly the same at all. Like you would say that like a hundred people would do a kickflip and none of them would do it the same way. Exactly. And that's, what's so unique about skating and like, our community here at the DIY and underground and why this podcast is happening. Just to talk to people like underground Sus 187 <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> to put you on and just like, see what's going on and Appreciate let people that. know. Very humble to that. Oh, that's no worries at all. Is there, um, so outside of being particularly vegan and skateboarding, is there any exercise routines that you would recommend to anybody? Um, Just keeping up on your cardio. That's like the biggest thing. Like jogging or biking or something like that? Yeah, I got like a little track
1: that I like usually Saturday mornings or like Sunday mornings. I go up and like do a few laps around the track and like jump rope and stuff like that.
0: Oh, right on. And is that like Planet Fitness or is that like... It's just to keep up. I just want to skate forever. Yeah, hell yeah. No, that's awesome, man. You got to stay healthy and, like, keep your body proactive rather than reactive, like I was saying. Like, you can't just break yourself off every of course, day and expect yeah. to escape the same. Yeah, man, your body's a temple. All yeah. right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our show today. I just want to thank you, Brian, for coming back on and being my first guest. Thank I, you, I feel like this went really well. Uh, the name of the show is The Early Grab Podcast. Uh, thanks for your time again, and is there I any shout-outs that you want to give? Um, want
1: to shout out Pillar, uh, Charm City Skate Park, uh, our homies back home.
0: All right. Well, you heard it here first. This is the Early Ground Podcast with your host, Connor Henderson, and tune back in next time for more Baltimore Seeds.